The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. That took a while, that took a while indeed, and then we heard a woof, but I know Wolfie's woof compared to the woof of what is probably a untamed wolf somewhere out there. But yes, we are back in Farlands or Bust, and indeed it was, indeed it was. Oh, look at this! How did I not notice this before? We appear to have made our hidey hole under what appears to be a pre-made, exactly, right on, right on the marker too. Right on a, a, a like a, a pre-made monument here. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> I feel like there deserves to be some sort of uh, something amazing here. Perhaps the pink wool, or do we just keep collecting it? Is that going to be our thing this season, is collecting the pink wool? Maybe we place a wooden doorway there. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyway, welcome to episode 529 of Far Lands or Busts. On a Sunday, November 15th, 2015, Sunday, Kurt, why doth you release episode on Sunday, you may be asking? Because uh, I'm a little bit uh, I'm a little bit out of schedule. I'm a little bit off schedule here thanks to uh, Mindcrack Marathon, but also my cold. Uh, I got an episode up on Friday, uh, recorded on Thursday, so I figured now today is Saturday. Perhaps I should record and upload one on Sunday, and then we'll get back on the normal standard, that's cool, standard uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday schedule next week. So that is why I am attempting to record this today. The cold, how about a cold update? The cold, uh, not going away. Uh, actually, it was a little bit worse last night. I seem to be fine-ish during the day, but... In the evenings, trying to sleep, it's probably laying down and then things shift in my lungs or whatever. Just can't stop coughing and that keeps keeps me awake and I can't sleep. So that makes me not feel good. Like Friday, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Friday I felt a little bit better uh, and I actually made it through the day without taking any DayQuil. But then, uh, yeah, over last night and, and today I, I do not feel as good. So, still slowly nursing myself back to health, and uh, I do appreciate your patience. Uh, certainly, I hope you are entertained by the the nasally Kurt J. Mac voice. I also recorded some Eidolon episodes yesterday, and <laughs> those certainly take on a different tone when I start reading off the post-apocalyptic poetry uh, with, with nasal, nasal, nasalage going on, so... Uh, a little bit of a different stuff here, but I, I feel like getting back into Farlands of Bust and, and continuing to record and continuing to raise money for Child's Play Charity at farlandsorbust.com up to $9,326 even uh, as of today, as I'm recording this Saturday over at farlandsorbust.com. Like I said, helping childsplaycharity.org. I do appreciate the continued donations. Almost, you know, reaching up towards those... Uh, Five, uh, five digits, five, five numbers, 10,000, we're reaching, we're almost at $10,000 is what I'm trying to say in, in a less than smooth way that I was trying to say it there, but, uh, yeah, almost there, so 
We're trying to raise $60,000. $60,000 in season six here at Farland to Bust. So indeed, I've also been informed that I accidentally made three beds, but I'm sorry, three boats, but only one bed. I saw that in the comments of the last video, so we'll have to make sure to make another bed so we can sleep another night here. We'll figure it out. We will figure it out indeed. Of course, like I said, I'm recording this on Saturday the 15th. It would be impossible to acknowledge or mention, of course, the terrible things that happened in France, Paris, yesterday, Friday the 14th. And, uh, I, I, but I don't know that I can say much about them. I don't, I've got to say there's, uh, and it's okay to, I feel it, it's, 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 a, it's a, there's a need to say that it's okay to not want to stay up to the minute news, seeing the details or videos or images. It's, it's okay. Uh, certainly I am one of these people, uh, who can't quite handle, maybe not handle, but just can't, uh, I, I don't know, process or, or whatever. It just is a bit overwhelming. Uh, so I, I, I kind of stepped a little bit away and that's okay. That's okay. I mean, specifically, if you're not sp directly involved either, it's not ignoring the stuff that's going on. It's not about not caring. It's just a personal mental health, you know, self care sort of situation that you have to take care of. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that that was, that's, that's kind of the approach I took. So I, I can't say much about it simply because I'm not an expert on it uh, or, or the situations uh, around it. Uh, but I do, I do acknowledge it and it's hard to ignore it. And, and certainly the only thing, the only thing I can say is that there's, we've, I just, we've got to figure something out, don't we? Just as like a whole planet and not speaking about groups or, or specific people or this or that or sides or anything like that, but just as people, we need to figure a better way out. And it's a little bit feeling a little, you know, it's hard not to feel a little bit helpless uh, as somebody of, of my stature or possibly you know, the similar stature of, of those who view this uh, video, and I'm speaking like as far as like our effect on the world and ability to make change individually. Uh, I mean, I suppose these are coming up uh, election years. We can just hope to, as as those of us living in democracies, to, to vote into, in, into places of, of power of people who could perhaps change things, you know, Obviously, whatever we're doing now isn't working. Perhaps we should start to look towards those people who have new ideas, uh, perhaps better ideas, different ideas, uh, ideas more based around long-term progress and safety and just, like, humanity as a planet and whatever. It's it, You can get all poetic about it, but, uh, you know, obviously next year in the USA we have an election coming up. Uh, it seems like, and again, I don't know everything about Canadian politics, but it seems like uh, the recent election in Canada has kind of taken at least a step in that direction from my, my outsiders and not educated about it at all point of view from what I, I see. Uh, so hopefully we can just keep doing that because we just need to figure something out, don't we? Um, but but anyway, that's, that's what I just had to say about that. It, it's frustrating. Um, and, and I don't know 
I, I, I can't speak from a position of much knowledge about the the our our situation on the ground there, nor the the greater problems that that have caused such things. So uh, I'm going to bow out of specific comments there. But we're uh, we're we're doing what we can here uh, in our little corner of the world, in our little twelve thousand kilometer trek to the farlands here in Farlands of Bust, and we will continue to do so, indeed. Oh, and we'll continue to try to get over this cold so we can get back on uh, a bunch of other stuff that we're looking forward to doing here on the channel. I suppose, if you haven't noticed, uh, over over the Mindcrack Marathon weekend, we did start, and it's continuing on, a series. A new UHC series, but not with Mindcrack. I was invited by new friend Inasia to join the Timeshot UHC. They had like a guest edition so I joined her, and we're doing very well, very well in that UHC, if that's a series you want to check out, if perhaps you missed it. Uh, it's happening every other day. Um, at like, what, what is it? It's like, uh, what is it, 10 a.m.? No, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Eastern, I think, is the time that goes up. Uh, so that, that, that was some fun I had. That was some, a lot of fun I had, and it seems like a lot of people in the comments feel like uh, it's a good commentary duo there. We are also uh, competitively up against our Clunch City Dream Crusher Rocket League teammates. Uh, Fultron and Lofty <laughs> are, are on another team, so you'll have to stay tuned to see if there's a team Dream Crushy battle to happen there. Um, but uh, slowly, like I said, I, I recorded some Eidolon. I did record Formula One with Cone Dodger. I was a little bit not talking too much. Uh, and and uh, Cone Dodger, you will notice, did a very good job of picking up the the ball with the commentary, uh, the lack of commentary that I was suffering with. But that's some good videos coming up next week with Formula One. Uh, and then I want to get back into uh, Forza. We were having some fun doing just some of the random races in Forza. And I also got another Xbox One game while I was away. <laughs> but I wanted to wait until I was in better health and better mood to start playing it. You can probably guess what it is. Uh, but that one, I hope to start as soon as I like. I'm like, yes, this cold is on its way out. My voice is sort of back to normal, so let's take care of that and uh, and more stuff and and more success and more raising money for Child's Play charity through Farlands of Bust. Obviously, the primary concern here, which is why it's this, the one series that has regularly started to come back, and uh, we'll continue to continue it. <laughs> we'll continue to continue in the continue. <laughs> And a continuous, continuous indeed. Whew! Still got the good snoring noises going on, that's for sure. Speaking of new co-ops and collabs, we had a question from a very generous donor in the past and currently and continuing to be to Far Lands of Bust, the Child's Play charity. Xavier Penguin asks. How have you gone on trying to find people that you think would mesh well with you on collabs, and how have you interacted with people to become friends with them on YouTube? Well, obviously, Mindcrack was a big help early on, because I started making YouTube videos in March of 2011, and then I was invited to Mindcrack. Uh, at the beginning, whoa, at the beginning of 2012, uh, just after the first Flabathon, 
Uh, I invited both Good and B-double-O to, to join the Flabathon, as well as Co, uh, Co-Star. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that, that sort of really helped. I, I'm trying to remember, the first literal collaboration I did was with Two Girls, One Minecraft, uh, Nia and Misconduct. And I can't remember what I did. I think I probably just started watching their videos and, like, liked them and referred people. And then through the referrals, they heard about me and they were like, Oh, you want to do a collab? Certainly. And then uh, the, the the collab relationship blossomed. Uh, so there's that. I mean, early on, that was kind of the way. And then just being invited to Mindcrack and then meeting people through Mindcrack certainly helped. Um... I mean, even before that, you know, it, it, it's just, uh, I guess, how do you find? Well, you just watch other people's content, and if it is content that A, you both like, and B, you find to be similar in, in style and, and quality and personality to your own, then that, hmm, this, this might be a good fit. Let's try this out, you know? And then you just get in contact with them. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the way that went for... Uh, Essentially, how did that work? Uh, like, just speaking of, of uh, doing the Rocket League stuff with Anasia, uh, I mean, I didn't know about Lofty or Fultron until, you know, they were already playing Rocket League together. Uh, and then Anasia, yeah, she made some art for the Flabathon this year. Um, I mean, we originally, I think we first met at PAX South this year. I mean, conventions help, kinda. Uh, they're not as helpful as, as you may imagine uh, they, they might be. You meet a lot of people at conventions and stuff, but, you know, you might forget about them, or they might forget about you, or, you know, whatever happens, it doesn't translate into collaborations or friendships or anything, just kind of acquaintances. Uh, just like that, I mean, I suppose if I had left it at that, we, you know, in Asia and, and that group, we would have never uh, played video games or anything like that, but, uh, but yeah, it's really it's really getting to know their content, I suppose, first. Uh, similarly with, with Cone Dodger, he's been a fan of Farlands Bust and my channel for such a long time, and, you know, I'm constantly, over the past four years, I've seen his username and comments, and then on, he started to do the uh, the donation thing. He attributed his, his iRacing career uh, with uh, donating to Child's Play charity, depending on his results in his iRacing races, and that became a frequent... Uh, frequent uh, inclusion, and then I saw that he actually was making, I'm like, oh, he actually makes some, some really good videos, he has good commentary, uh, voice, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for, just personality and delivery, uh, then he started, you know, doing stuff with Dr. Brian Lorgon 111, who was already a, a frequent collaborator of, of my channel, you know, it's just kind of all these weird connections uh, that, that sort of just happen, and uh, it's difficult there's there, there's no one formula. I mean, if there is a formula, then that means you might kind of be, like, playing a game in order to get friends or do collabs, you know what I mean? Like, if it's too deliberate, then it's not... I don't feel like it's genuine. Um, so, uh, did I make any sense there? But, uh, but yeah, how do you... Uh, that's kind of how I, I go. And, I, and, you know, you never know if you're you're gonna mesh well or not. I can't really think of situations I've been in where it hasn't meshed. Uh, I think I worked well on the speedrunners crew. I mean, I suppose the only... the way it doesn't mesh, if it's forced, or if it's like... 
randomized or, or, or not intentional or, or not carefully chosen, I suppose, is where it wouldn't mesh. There hasn't been many cases like that, I don't feel. But, uh, but yeah, does that make sense? I mean, similarly, uh, it was kind of interesting to hear... Uh, it was kind of it kind of kind of took me off guard, honestly. Uh, I'm not sure those of you who know in the Littlewood, uh, he was actually at made a guest appearance at our because he's friends with Aurelian at our um, Mindcrack marathon over the weekend, and I didn't get to talk to him much because uh, he was in and out, kind of just in his guest appearance mode, uh, and I didn't know him too much, so I didn't. I'm like, you know me, I'm not just gonna approach somebody and start talking to them, uh, but you know. Saying goodbye to everybody, he kind of just mentioned, oh, I've, been, I've watched your stuff for a long time. And I'm like, oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, and I've known about In the Littlewood for quite a while as well. And he's become um, quite successful in his channel and stuff like that. So it's a little strange things like that. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to go back. I haven't watched a lot of his stuff, uh, recent stuff uh, recently. I watched it when he was first starting out before he was he did the, the Yogg's cast thing. But uh, I'd have to see. Uh, you know, I don't know what kind of... What is his style? Uh, does it match up? Is that something where like a collab or a, a co-op or something could come out of that? I don't know, uh, but we'll have to see. Those are just kind of that, that's kind of the weird, random, you know, unplanned. You can't script that sort of stuff uh, encounter. But but hearing that he said he, he watched my stuff for for quite a while is, is kind of a well. I, I honestly had no idea, but thanks. Uh, so that, that that's kind of how that works. It it's got to be natural man it's got to be just let let the river flow where it's gonna go man <laughs> gotta be cool man be cool totally awesome so how how have you interacted with people to become friends with them on youtube the same way i suppose you do it in real life i guess <laughs> i don't uh i'm not sure um that, that was kind of the second part of that question I think just uh, the the act of working together, doing well, feet there you are, doing similar things, having similar experience certainly helps forge those as friendships. Uh, and you know, just it's a wide variety of what your definition of a friendship is, I suppose. But the majority of these people I haven't even seen in real life ever or much at all. So uh, there's there's some some wide swaths of of. Uh, I suppose, um, wow, my brain just stopped right there, just like, Boop, nope, you're done, <laughs> done with this topic, next one, that's uh, what happens when it's full of uh, boogers, <laughs> oh, graphics, <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, I'm, 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 I'm thinking I'm doing alright, people seem to enjoy, they're like, yeah, this is a good amount of, uh, that was one of the questions I asked in the Patreon survey, is like, how much collab stuff do you like versus the one, one-on stuff with Kurt J. Mack on the channel, and, and with what I've been, whoa, with what I've been doing lately, people are like, yeah, this is, you're, you're reaching a nice equilibrium here, uh, I've kind of lost a little bit of that steam thanks to the, uh, uh, thanks to the, the cold, the sickness that we're dealing with here, but hopefully we get back on and start rolling there, so that I'm looking forward to that, indeed. Woof! Speaking of a name that I've seen a lot lately, Alexa Way, who on Twitter has sent me some very awesome fan art frequently, and surprisingly enough, if, you know, the most unexpected, you know, game to, to create fan art, Dirt Rally fan art. <laughs> There's been a few uh, really cool cartoons 
from Dirt Rally, like when I shot the cone off into space and uh, really funny stuff, driving the Mini and, and like the, the artwork with the Mini uh, they had with the, uh, there was a piece of the, the ribbon stuck to the car and hitting the wooden fence that was breaking. <laughs> that's all the little tidbits, you know, the cracked windshield was all stuff that's like, yes, this is like exactly summarizes all of the little memes that have come out of Dirt Rally. Uh, but yeah, Alexa Way has given a donation to Child's Play Charity for Far Lines of Bust and asks, what indie games are you interested in coming out? And congratulations on winning the UHC. That was really unexpected. It was really unexpected. I fully expected to lose <laughs> to, to Jay Sano there. I was a little bit out of uh, out of steam there at the end. I thought I was there was some lag to be de- dealing with. And it's kind of cool also that in the second UHC, spoiler alert, that... Jay Sano uh, ended up winning that one uh, with his teammates, Aurelian, uh, both together, too. That's kind of a rare thing to have a two-person team survive together uh, at UHC, the final battles and whatever. Uh, so that was kind of a cool uh, roundabout thing that happened. But, oh, we need to make this other bed, actually, is what we need to do. But uh, what was the question? <laughs> Indie games interested in coming out. Um, I'm very interested in indie games there is that has been making the rounds that one space astronaut game i forgot what it's called astronauteer or something like that that just seems very interesting aesthetically that people have really uh you know there's just basically been a a trailer and there's still a lot of work to be done on it but it just seems really interesting uh there's like crafting and sculpting of the landscape Uh, that seems really interesting to me um, let's go to sleep, and I will continue thinking about this in the morning. And awakeness. See, I think that's called astronauteer. Um, what else? There is a game, and here, here, here we go. This is kind of a broader spectrum. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant nowadays to jumping on early access too soon with these games because I feel like I I don't want to say I ruined it but I feel kind of bad about the fact that I'm not playing Kerbal Space Program in its current state uh, not because so many people keep asking about it blah 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 but you know I, I'm not playing it because I feel like I've already played it and beat it multiple times even though I know there's no real storyline there uh, because I have been playing it for the longest time pretty much when it started to come out uh, and and from that I've already kind of I'm like I, I, I've I've seen enough of this game I'm done uh, even though they've added new things yes I know but it's still it's still the game or perhaps, the game has changed so much that it's not the game that I originally fell in love with, you know, as far as Kerbal Space Program is concerned. So I'm just a little bit weary. Like, similarly, uh, like, uh, even, like, a game like, uh, what's it called? The one with the, where you make the the battle implements, the Besiege, yeah, Besiege is just, like, five or six or seven or whatever simple levels right now. And, and there's a lot more I could be doing with it, and I kind of tried to at some point. I tried to play it again in a live stream, just, oh, let's make something crazy here. 
but it wasn't I'm like I'm like hesitant to get too in depth with it because I know the game is going to be further developed and there's going to be more levels and more stuff and things are going to become more refined and perhaps uh, easier to use. I'm like, you know what? I think I'll stop playing this. I think I'll uninstall it and maybe let's revisit it when it's fully released or something like that. Uh, similarly, uh, there's a lot of talk around right now. Space engineers, uh, they just introduced a new update that like includes planets, entire planets you can land on and do your space engineering stuff. Uh, but then people are saying, well, still the, the problem still exists uh, that existed back when it was, you know, just outside of asteroids. I've watched people play Space Engineers. It seems interesting. People have asked me to play Space Engineers, but I'm like, maybe I should wait for a more of a game to be present there before I jump on that bandwagon. Uh, certainly, 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 I'm sharing new sheep. Certainly, it's not uh, the best decision YouTube channel-wise, because tend to get the most views and recognition and, uh, you know, I suppose, uh, eyes on your channel when you are featuring games that other people haven't played, that are brand new, just released, early access, exclusive access, and whatnot. But it, in the long term, speaking of long term stuff, uh, in the long term I feel like it, it, it might harm my own personal like takes on games uh, if that makes any sense just like I'm 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 also kind of uh, burned out is the wrong word but I'm not as into the newest additions and snapshots and things with Minecraft because I've been playing it since alpha whatever I got it in at the end of 2010 um a little bit different in that regard just because of the way the game works I guess uh, I don't know why Minecraft feels a little bit different. Minecraft was kind of, I know not the first, but one of the first, at least indie games, to have really made a name for itself in and with the early access platform, you know. I thought that was kind of a new thing to me anyway, to have, oh, this game isn't finished yet, but this person, Notch, is saying, oh, if you buy it now for this lower price, you'll get all the future updates. Uh, and not have to pay the higher prices as the price increases to the eventual full price of the full release game. I, I, I'm sure there have, there have been other games or, or whatever that have been released on such a, a platform, but Minecraft, to me anyway, was the first that I heard of that. So I think, uh, obviously, and then from then, you saw the huge ballooning of the early access uh, to the point where it's an entire category and on Steam and whatever. See, I'm a little bit uh, weary, honestly of the early access thing. But indie games, yeah, I'm looking forward to that Astronauteer. Um, somebody, I forgot what his name was already, but I, I just recently followed somebody who's working on this like top-down, almost like Micro Mini Machines racing game, like Battle Cars. And I was just listening the other day, he was trying to figure out, what should I name this? And he like just kept throwing out weird, dumb names that don't work. Um, like that, that, you know, that person, I'm like, oh, I will follow this person on Twitter to keep track of when this game is going to come out. Uh, I kind of want to be like, hey, I'm, I do stuff on YouTube. Uh, you want to keep me in mind when you release the first build? But then again, I'm like, or do I want to wait until this is a full game? You know, um, there's that. There's, uh, are we still considering No Man's Sky to be an indie game? Because it's got some pretty big, pretty big, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's really big muscle behind it now that it's, 
on the consoles and appearing on the, the Late Show with, with Colbert. And so, yeah, interested, cautiously interested in that one, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I The types of games I often end up playing are the ones that I f- hear about and be like, I'm going to play this tomorrow. So it's it's not really something that I put in my calendar like, ooh, a year from now. This, I'm going to play this game or whatever. But yeah, I, I like it at indie games. I like it at indie games. Ooh, my voice. Yeah, does it not sound worse? It sounds worse. I'm actually starting to feel a little bit dry. And this was something, I think it was away from the camera. I think it was away from the camera during practice, Formula One practice with uh, Cone Dodger. I was like, the thing I noticed, I was getting sick. Ooh, I was obviously, ooh. I was obviously getting sick in Seattle. Sickless in Seattle. Or not Seattle. Uh, I don't even remember where I was. San Francisco? Um, and, okay, yes, I felt the sickness. It felt bad. Whatever. But I didn't notice until I got off the plane and then walked out the doors here at Phoenix. Suddenly and instantaneously just... All the moisture was just pulled. Ow! Was pulled out of my cavities. And it instantaneously became so much worse without any moisture, so I think that might be exacerbating both my coughing in the nighttime, but also just, you know, I haven't ever really, except for that once, been sick in the desert, the dry desert, so not having any moisture in the air uh, makes suffering through a cold a little bit more of a process, I feel. I've also noticed, it actually has been, haha, not today, but a couple days ago was the, hey, get out of my way. Your leaves? <laughs> Make like a leave and leave. The uh, the one year anniversary that I moved here. I actually, when I was moving, I posted a picture to Twitter of myself at an airport. Uh, I literally got on a plane and uh, it was a one-way ticket. It was the one only time I've ever had a one-way ticket moving from Chicago to Phoenix here. So it's been one year since I moved out here, uh, which is just kind of a, a neat thing to a, a milestone to consider I suppose uh, but it also just recently you know this is now the first time I'm actually starting to then now relive the seasons the climate that I've already lived through once there's like a smell in the air when it's so dry but it's also kind of cool out uh, it gets pretty cool at night down to the to the 40s uh, maybe low 50s um, and there's a nice crispness in the air until you walk out into the sun, and then there's a nice heat from the sun. It's, it's staying just below 80 degrees Fahrenheit here during the day. Um, there's this smell in the air, and I think it's just due to the arid dryness. It smells like a lot, if I can say so, if I can make an analogy, a lot of, you know, people ask astronauts what the smell of space is, specifically when they go out on a spacewalk and then come back in through the airlock and they, you know, they take their helmets off and they can actually technically, quote-unquote, smell what the vacuum of space smelled like. And they always say it smells like a metallic, like a burning metallic smell. Uh, that's probably due to the equipment, the, the, the air tanks, the, you know, the, the every, you know, everything on the space station or whatever is all like aluminum and metals and alloys and whatever. But I feel like that's a similar smell going outside here in Phoenix in the dryness. Uh, it also it kind of continues through through the winter, just like a, an arid dryness. It might be the dust in the air, the, the oxidized dust 
the red dust in the air or, or something, the farm. I don't know what it is specifically, but it, it smells like just a, a metal, like a metallic smell. Uh, it's not a very friendly smell. You know, it's not like in summer you can smell flowers and trees and grass and all that crap. But uh, uh, it's more of a, just like a metallic emptiness, <laughs> nothingness, uh, which is not too inviting. But uh, you quickly forget about it when you realize it's November and it's 80 degrees outside. So, um, yeah, that's just something that, that struck me here now that I've mentioned that it was, it's was it been one year since I've lived here. But, uh, yeah, I didn't get too, too many questions here today, but I feel like I've been talking a lot. At least my throat's telling me I've been talking a lot. Uh, so we're going to just chop down this tree for some extra wood. I'll try to remember to make three beds tonight. And I do appreciate you tuning in for this special Sunday episode of Firelands or Busts. Uh, let's just do it right here, why don't we? Boop. He's having a good time. Whoops. Alright, I guess I'm digging down. Why not? Woof to you too, Wolfie. Woof to you too. Let's make the full-size hidey hole here. Have a seat. No, no! Uh, <laughs> alright, alright. I'm not the one who took forever to woof at the start of the episode. No, no. Oh, no, no. This can't, this can't be happening. That, there you go. There you go. Just stay right, right there. Good job. And, uh, what was I saying? I've forgotten what I was saying. I should take some time to feel better. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, we can, uh, be gone with a nasal J-Mac by the time the next episode on Tuesday comes out. And I will also be attempting, we'll see also, about Twitch Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday, twitch.tv slash KurtJMac, if you want to Tune into that. Looking forward to getting back to that as well as further episodes here on the channel. Once again, I do appreciate your patience. Uh, I do appreciate your continued donations to Child's Play Charity at farlandsbus.com. And I, I simply appreciate you. That's right. I appreciate. I take off my iron helmet to appreciate you. Everybody, please, please have a good weekend. Well, Theoretically, the weekend's almost over here if you're watching this on Sunday, but I hope you had a good weekend, and I hope the start of your week is good. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time.
Well, nope, you're done. <laughs> done with this topic. Next one. 